Hi, and welcome to the Know the News podcast. I'm your host today, Rusty Turner. I'm the editor of the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette, and this is our weekly podcast to let you know what's, what's coming up in our weekend editions of the newspaper. The Walton Arts Center is 30 years old this year, and we've got a package of stories coming in our Sunday What's Up Entertainment section to talk about both the past and the future uh, and the legacy of the Walton Arts Center. And I'm going to visit for a few minutes uh, with Peter Lane. He's the President and Chief Executive Officer of the Walton Arts Center, and he's going to talk in more detail about the impact of the Walton Arts Center on our community and on uh, our region in general. We're also going to talk about some other great content we have coming this weekend, but, uh, but first we're going to bring our guest in. Peter, thanks for joining us today. My pleasure. Great to speak with you. Thanks. Now, the, the Walton Arts Center has been open for 30 years, and it's fair to say the landscape of the arts community in the region has dramatically changed in the intervening years. Uh, from your perspective, what has the presence and the programming of Walton Arts Center meant, not just for the patrons of the arts in the community, but the community as a whole? You know, it, it was so interesting to me having worked uh, so much of my career on the East Coast and the West Coast to to see how an arts organization like Walton Arts Center had really brought the world to our community. And that was the mission when Miss Helen helped found the organization. It helped uh, kick and give a permanent home to uh, the Northwest Arkansas Symphony, now called Sona, and it, it was a place that she envisioned that children and families could learn about the performing arts. And I think they did such a great job integrating with the community, integrating with the University of Arkansas, and, and providing that first opportunity for members of our community to really engage with the, some of the world's greatest artists, whether it was Yo-Yo Ma or uh, a, a Broadway show, even if it was for a few days. And, and that taste of that, uh, that kind of cultural arts uh, propelled the organization forward as it continued to develop because audiences, once they got a sip, they wanted more. And, and uh, so, it, it, you know, it's, it happens in a lot of communities, but it, it organically grew here in a way where I think the Walton Arts Center really had a defining role at the beginning, and it still does today. And, you know, since then, the arts have become a really vital part, not just of the community, but of the economy in northwest Arkansas. And that certainly wasn't the case 30 years ago. Um, so uh, is it fair to say the, the creation of the Walton Arts Center was the first step toward that current reality of, of the arts playing such a uh, a, a significant economic role in the region? Oh, definitely. Absolutely. And it, we were part of the Americans for the Arts Economic Prosperity Study. Uh, we were the only region in, in Arkansas that has been doing that. And uh, I think the last one we did, it's done every five years. And, you know, as you, as the Walton Arts Center started 30 years ago and on, uh, on, on board came our resident companies that have grown and, and done amazing things like Theater Squared and Symphony and uh, Community Creative Center and all these other attractions, including obviously uh, Crystal Bridges and the Momentary, that what it, the study has shown is that for every person who buys a ticket, there's another 34 to $70 on top of that that comes into the community. And so a lot of people don't recognize that nationally 
uh, arts and culture is a much higher driver of economic development than even sports uh, because it's so year round. It's so uh, it's so prevalent in all aspects of our community and it touches so many different uh, uh, micro communities as well as larger suburbs, as well as big cities. So um, the economic impact uh, is pretty amazing. And add something like the Walmart amp on top of that and and all the things that are going on it just it just goes boom and it's been fun to see and really be fun to be part of so peter i read your interview that you did with uh with uh becca martin brown for our weekend package and of stories about the anniversary uh in in our in our sunday what's up section and i was struck by one of the comments you made and i'm, I'm going to paraphrase it here we'll get it exactly right but uh, uh you said that at first walton art center was simply thought of as a building uh, but that the goal has been to make it more than that. Can you expand on that? What 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 do you mean by by expanding it to more than just just a place? When you think of what an institution like a performing arts center should be, in my mind, it it isn't about just the place where it does art. It's the impact it has on the whole region, and so. Yeah, I think you see some of the biggest performing arts centers in the country have programs that are not only in the walls, but outside the walls. And so whether it's artists going into the schools, programs in after school programs, uh, collaborations with other arts organizations and arts institutions where you can jointly present uh, programs and services, um, and that's, I think, the definition of success and a viable and thriving arts institution. And so as I think about what Walton Arts Center was when I arrived, I mean, literally the very first question asked by our, your friends in the press was, where are you moving the Walton Arts Center? And as you might recall, we had long discussions in those days about building an additional one. And I think the framework had to change to, it's, we're never moving, but where are we expanding? How are we expanding our reach and our impact and the kinds of things that I think uh, are, are really relevant? So when you look at a program like Artisphere that, that has a, a signature program called Trail Mix, where we're, all the artists are on the trail throughout Northwest Arkansas, or we play in the relevant um, different communities in, in, in the churches, or we uh, play a concert at Crystal Bridges and one at Walton Arts Center, and there are uh, programs in the restaurants and, and micro concerts on the squares. Um, that's just a small example of, I think, uh, we have to think of, uh, we think of anyway, of, of, of success being impact, and impact is where is it and how is it affecting all of our citizens in our community. So I, I know the, the Walton Arts Center has its iron in just about every uh, arts fire imaginable. You do concerts, classical music, popular music, um, live theater, visual arts, education programs. So is there room for more? <laughs> and if there is, what does that look like? You know, I think long term for the Walton Arts Center, we have to be mindful. Uh, we've had some tremendous growth, uh, as have a lot of arts institutions. And and I think our success has been making sure we are uh, meeting the needs of an evolving community. And so to do that, we have to shift and change course constantly. Um, and as we do that, I think if we continue to listen, we'll continue to grow and do the, you know, 
and, and be able to continue to serve our region. I, you know, from where we sit today, um, the landscape of arts education has continues to evolve. Schools, our public school systems continue to do great work. Um, there are some disparities, however, within those school districts in terms of access to arts and specifically performing arts. And, and we want to make sure that we understand that at a, at a micro level and not just a macro level so that as we work with other arts institutions, as we work with arts artists and we continue to look at the programs and services we do, that we can continue to shift to make sure and our goal is every child in every school have the opportunity to have access to the performing arts. Um, and I think we've got great partners in this. Right? I, I think that Crystal Bridges and, and Miss Alice's vision for what she sees uh, that that what can happen. Uh, I think there's some there's some real parallel strength there that we can achieve those objectives. And so um, I, while I can't really you know, see the future very well. I've been pretty bad at that in the future. <laughs> but I, I do think that as I think about um, how the Walton Art Center needs to grow, it needs to keep its eye and pulse, really its fingers on that pulse to make sure that we are achieving that, that broader goal of making sure everybody, because your point is well taken, uh, you know, whether it's rock and roll or country music or hip hop, we, we're, we, we cover it all. But there's lots in between. And if we uh, don't stay focused on those people who are growing up in this community and making sure that they feel uh, that it's accessible, uh, it's approachable, that they that the art spaces are just as much their places as 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 my parents places, um, we lose uh, that that golden opportunity. And that's where I think we have to stay focused long-term. All right. Um, Peter, anything else before we, uh, before we let you go? No, I, I, I think that might cover it. I'm, okay. I'm just, uh, it's amazing. The last thing I will say, yeah, there is one thing I would say, you know, when I came to the Walton Art Center 13 years ago, I was impressed by how our community really valued what the Walmart Center does. And I would say that I'm equally proud today to see diverse constituents still feel that sense of um, excitement about our programs and services. And I think it's reflected in sort of how we navigated the pandemic, which was, you know, really not just a, a cannon shot, it was a, it was a nuclear bomb to our industry. And, mm -hmm. I mean, we literally went from uh, 150 miles an hour to zero uh, for almost two years. And this community stepped up in a way that um, I could never have imagined. Um, the support that they gave us, that they helped uh, keep us going, uh, supporting our diverse initiatives uh, as we pivoted, um, it was remarkable. And uh, it just, I think it's a testament to uh, our people, our people, both who work here, but our community as a, as a whole. And, and uh, we are so grateful for that. And it's pretty amazing. So right. that's, that's a neat story right there. Yeah. 
Well, Peter, I want to thank you for spending a few minutes with us today uh, to talk about the Walton Arts Center, its legacy of the past 30 years and, and what the future may look like. Uh, um, again, my guest has been Peter Lane. He's the president and CEO of the Walton Arts Center. Peter, thanks very much for your time. My pleasure. Hope to see you soon. All right. Thanks again. Be sure to look for our stories about the Walton Arts Center 30th anniversary in our weekend WhatsApp section in Sunday's Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. There's some other great content coming your way, as I said, and we'll move from the Walton Arts Center on Dixon Street to another institution in Fayetteville in downtown, but this one's not thriving the way the Walton Arts Center is. This one's coming down, finally. Stacy Ryburn will take a look at the demolition work currently underway on the Old Mountain Inn, uh, and he'll also do a retrospective on its heyday and the not-so-good days of the, of the abandoned hotel. So be sure to check in and, and read Stacy's story. Janelle Jessen will bring us a feature about career and technical education students who are graduating next month and going directly into the workforce. It's a nice story that Janelle's got going, so please check that one out. Lorinda Jinks will tell us about two social workers from the University of Arkansas who are interning with the Springdale Police Department going on calls and helping officers deal with situations where social workers would be required. Garrett Moore will take a look at the City of Rogers' efforts to hire lifeguards for its aquatic center. The jobs are a little difficult to, uh, to fill these days, and the city's working on ways to make those jobs more enticing. Tom Sissom tells us about a second warrant clinic next Thursday to try to reduce the number of people with outstanding failure-to-appear warrants in Washington County and limit the number of times those people are arrested and taken to jail. Down in the River Valley, Thomas Sassente will tell us about the Sebastian County Quorum Court's efforts to spend approximately $24 million in American Rescue Plan money. Monica Brick will have a story about the Day of Caring in Fort Smith. It's a powerful way for the United Way of the Fort Smith area to join forces with companies and individuals to do some good in the community. This and much, much more will be coming your way in the weekend editions of the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. All this content and more will be coming your way in the weekend editions of the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Subscribers can access it all at our website, nwaonline.com, or on our apps for smartphone and tablet. Please be sure to check it all out. If you're not a subscriber, we'd love to do business with you, and we'd love to sign you up so you won't miss out on these great stories. All you have to do is click the subscribe button on our website. Again, that's nwaonline.com, or give us a call at 479-684-5509. Again, that is 479-684-5509. This podcast, Know the News, comes to you every Friday, tells you about all the stories coming your way in the weekend edition and also highlights one story so you've got a little bit extra incentive to pick up the paper. So please uh, please join us every Friday. If you like the podcast, you're welcome to subscribe by clicking on your device now. Until next Friday, my name is Rusty Turner, and I'm the editor of the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette, and this has been the Know the News Podcast.